Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Categorically Romance podcast. My name is Sarah. And I am Bree, and it is Wednesday, and here Happy we Wednesday. are. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to May, okay? May is a new frontier of possibilities. Yep. <laughs> Old and new reading options. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So what are you looking forward to with May reading? Off my TBR, I've got a lot that I'm, a lot (laughs) that I'm going to be reading in May. But I do have five of the new uh, Harlequins like that are being published this month. And I'm really looking forward to the Elizabeth Rolls. Um, that you and I, A Marriage of Equals, that we're both going to be buddy reading, which sounds like it's going to be so much fun. And there's a new, de- um, not a desire, uh, a new presents in there as well. I'm blanking on the title off the top of my head, but that one sounds really good too. I'm just pretty much every month when I get my new list of books that I'm going to be reading in whatever month it is, I always get excited about all of them. I'm like, I want to read all of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... <sighs> Man, okay, you are so much better. Okay, so, so you're a very much like kind of structured person. Very. You like, and you like to like set a list for yourself and actually stick with it. <laughs> I'm so envious of you because you will literally say, okay, I'm reading these five books and you will read them. And it's like no moods or emotions no. attached to them. No. So like, have you always been like that? Yeah. Or did I, you like train yourself? No, 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 no. I I don't know. I was thinking about this because I knew we were going to talk about reading plans and, and stuff. And I was trying to think back for years and stuff. And, you know, I mean, I read a lot. I mean, I've been reading since I was a little girl. And, you know, then I got into my 20s and I wasn't reading as much. And then when I picked up reading again... It would be, I'd be in the store, I'd pick up a book, I'd read it and be like, this was great. And then it would be a week or two before I pick up another book. Like, you know, if I was in the Walmart or whatever. But then I started collecting books a lot more back when my husband and I first met like 12 years ago. And what I would do then is like the books, I would buy the books, I would put them on my shelf and then I would read them in the order that I purchased them in. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like if I bought this book first, it was getting read first, right? Well, then what has happened over the last so many years is that I'm buying a lot of books in bulk. <laughs> like, okay, so like I just hauled 250 Harlequin books. So not that I would have a problem reading. I want to read all those books. But the issue is, is that if I was to read those back to back to back to back to back, I think I might get a little bit, you know, I like to sprinkle in other things within my reading. So I stopped doing that a number of years ago, but now I, I actually have, I put together a TBR list for the month of May. Spoiler alert, there are 37 books on that list. <laughs> I break them down by category. Like I want to read so many NetGalley books. I want to read so many books that are part of a series. I want, And I like doing that. It I like, I, in my everyday life, I'm not as organized. But when it comes to my reading, I'm extremely organized with how I organize everything on Goodreads, how I organize my TBRs every month. And I like that. It makes me happy. Like I've joked with another friend of mine, Rainy, over at Rainy Reads, that I almost like putting the TBR together as much as I like to read the books. (laughs) 
it's almost just as much fun. It's like when you're going to join a readathon or a read along, right? Like, oh, the whatever read readathon, like the chick lithathon that's happening in May. You know, I know a lot of people like get really excited about putting together their TBR, but what they're going to read for that. And then it comes to the actual readathon. They're excited about reading the books. It's the same idea. It's the same idea. But you're a mood reader. I know. And I've been thinking like last week, really, I was like, can I train my brain to not be a mood reader anymore? (laughs) And so I was like, okay, what if I sit like three books on my nightstand and and don't like advertise it or whatever and make a big thing of it. And here I am now talking about on the podcast, but like, (laughs) what if I sit like three books on my my nightstand and I say, okay, I'm going to read these books. And I try to read those books Mm -hmm. and then switch those out and do like another, like there's gotta be some way because I feel like being a mood reader is a gift and a curse on one hand. I'm very picky with what I pick up. Like, I don't feel like I rate a lot of books really low because Mm -hmm. I don't go into anything that I'm not in the mood for. Um, And there have been times where I've read a book that I know I would love had I read it at a different, you know, I I read it and it's like absolutely a book I should love, but I read it at the wrong time. Maybe I started out in the mood for it, but then things were happening around me. And then now Mm -hmm. I'm like too far into it to DNF it or set it aside or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the most part, like I don't really have that issue with like less than three star books because I really like, I will leave a book at the bookstore and think about it for two or three days. And I'm like, okay, yep. I need to go back and get it. I want it. And then I pick it up, I read it and I love it, you know? So Mm -hmm. There's that, but then there's like, you haul books that sound good. And then by the time they show up, you're not really in the mood for them anymore. So they just sit on your shelf <laughs> waiting for the mood to circle back around. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's just now, I, not good. That's a problem I don't have. And it's, it's interesting the way that different people uh, go after reading. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not someone who's like, yeah, that's what I'm in the mood for, but a lot of people ask me, they're like, but what happens when you call a book and you're like, I really want to read this one. You know, you're going to have to wait till it comes because the way I pick my TBR is random. I will randomize my yeah. lists on Goodreads. So literally it is a complete random list. I can get even more into this if you guys really want me to break down how I figure this stuff out because I list how many pages because I know how many pages I can comfortably read in a day. And I figure out page counts and how many books need to go on my TBR based on the number of pages I can read in a month and yada, yada, yada. But for example, back in February, was it February or March? Uh, the Four Winds was released by Kristen Hanna. And I really wanted to read that book. I was really excited about it. But then in February, I participated in March Mystery Madness. So I, my goal was to read all mystery or romantic suspense. And I'm like, okay, I can't read it in March. But I put it aside saying in April, I am going to read it. And I allow myself to do that. If I buy books this month and I'm like, I really want to read these, I will put them aside and be like, these are the first on the list for June. So in a way that's a mood read maybe, but that's my way of getting like being able to do that. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that I won't just pick up a book at random during the month. Like there were, there is, um, we're recording this early, of course. But the next book that I'm going to be listening to, the last audiobook that I have for the month of um, of April, is a book I happened to find at the library. I was looking for something for my mom. And I ran across this middle grade book, and I'm like, this sounds so good. So guess what? I'm going to listen to it. 
why they're going to add it in. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know, like you can leave room. Like, <laughs> not that I'm going to change to be a mood reader because I'm not. Because my issue is, <laughs> is I have, I think physically, like my Harlequin books are over 2,000 editions I have physically here in this room. And then I have another 1,300 on my Kindle. I have another 300 on my Kobo. If you were to ask me to just pick what I want to read next, I would just be standing in front of my shelves for three days going, I don't know. That That's my problem. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And that's my problem. That's why the lists are picked for me. In a way, it's picked for me. And I don't have to do the thought about it. So. So you said you're trying to, re you have like 37, right? For May. Yeah. So how did we come up with those 37 titles specifically? I've been asked so many times on my YouTube channel to do like to do a video where I go through and pick my TBR, like do it live. And I keep telling people I can't yeah. because this literally takes me four or five hours to do to figure it all out. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. But I love it. I get so excited. I'm like TBR time. Um, so yeah. I have, and I'm going to plead the fifth, I have a lot of books uh, backlogged on NetGalley. A lot. So what I do is, <laughs> I, randomly, <laughs> I randomly pick 10 every month. These are 10 books that I'm, I want to get to in, the, in whatever month it is, and I do it randomly. Because again, like for example, I'm not going to call the book out, but there was a book that has been on my NetGalley TBR since February of 2020. So it's been published for over a year and it, okay. I would have it come around on my TBR and I'd be like, I don't want to read that. And I would just find a way to ignore it. Whatever month it ended up on my TBR. Finally in April, I read it. I'm just like, just, just listen to the damn thing on audio and be done with it. And that's what I did. And I didn't hate it, but I just, I kept looking at it going, I don't want to read you now. Right. So <laughs> I'm like, yeah. just read it and get it off. So I picked 10 net galley books. Um, most of them have already been published, sadly enough. Um, and then I pick five. Okay, so there's on Goodreads, there is a, a group called the Nothing But Reading Challenges Group. And they put out a challenge every year called the TBR Tackle. And it's a totally self, you're challenging yourself kind of an idea. And you pick a specific number of books. In my case, I pick 60, so that's five every month. And what you're supposed to do is go onto your want to read list on Goodreads and either do a random number generator or randomize that list. And whatever books come up first are the ones you're going to read. So that's what I do for that. Okay. Um, that's, it's just, people laugh at me. Go ahead. I can hear some of you snickering out there right now. Go ahead, but it works for me. Okay. Um, <laughs> new this year, because we're doing the podcast, um, I'm doing new release Harlequin books. So I picked five new release Harlequin books for the month of whatever. So in this case, it's May. And what I try and do is not duplicate series month to month. So like last month we read special editions, so there's no special edition on my list this month, if that makes sense, because I want to give the love to all of the series in a way. Of course, we have our Book Sisters book pick. Brie and I are part of a book club. You need to join it because it's awesome. Um, so I have that book. And books from series I'm currently reading, I randomize those. I pick books. It's just a whole thing. And that's really it. And then I am rereading through the Babysitter's Club series. So I try to pick a few of those every month. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. It's, it's, I know to some people it seems way too regimented. And they like their reading to be like very, 
organic, like I just want to pick what I feel like reading next. And I totally understand that. I get that. And But that's not the way my brain works with this. This is what makes me happy. So why change it, right? And if, if movies yeah. make <laughs> I say leave it alone. Right? <laughs> Clearly it's working because I think in Feb uh, in May or in April, I haven't, the month as, actually hasn't finished yet. I should finish somewhere around 25 or 26 books finished for the month. And that's my highest month so far this year. So that's not too bad. I had a good April reading month, I have to say. Yeah. I know like for me, just 2021 has been kind of like the year of the backlist. I've been sure. hauling newer books, you know, I, I like, especially with the series. Um, but I, I have just like been loving backlist titles. So my goal, and once I really realized that it was really, I think like end of March, I was like, wow, I've read a lot more like backlist titles than I have new titles even though I'm like bringing in new titles, obviously. I mean, with, with Harlequin, we only have really a month to snatch them up and then good They're luck. Gone. You might find them online. Uh, yep. So I just, I mean, I've been bringing them in, but I've just been like downloading books from the library and on Hoopla. Yep. And yep. so my goal really for the rest of the year is to find a good balance of backlist and, newer stuff and for me I'm so you know still so new to category like I'm just I there's so much to explore you know oh. yes I want to read all the special editions that I've been hauling and of course mm -hmm. my my romance my Harlequin romance babies uh, which I finished one a couple of days ago but I mean <laughs> I've also like I'm obsessed with the nocturne line yes. <laughs> so yes. like, yes. It's it's been it's a balancing act of like old and new and mm -hmm. old has really been succeeding this year. I don't know. It's so weird. And that's the thing with reading. And we see it. We're both like I'm on YouTube. We're both on Bookstagram that we see the new stuff. We see the new stuff every day. People like are announcing new releases or this, that. And we get excited just like everybody else does. But then you think, yeah. okay, but what about those books published last month? You know, like yeah. I didn't get to those yet. I only have so many hours in the day. So maybe what you could do would be like, you know, maybe balance it by saying like, I'm going to read a backlist and I'm going to read a new book and I'm going to read a backlist yeah. or two and then I'll read a new book. You know what I mean? Like maybe try and balance it that way might, might work for you. I don't know. Yeah. You know? And I think that for, for the longest, like once upon a time, I was strictly a one book at a time kind of gal. Mm-hmm. Now, and then there was a phase where I could read like two or three at once, just different formats, something on audio, something ebook, something physically. I think now my groove is kind of like two books at once where one typically takes over and becomes the main book. And then I just have to go back and finish. But I think if I, I think what I'm going to try to do is have one throwback and then one something new, you know, and Love the it. older one you know, if I have it physically, then great. But for the most part, I'll read it on ebook from the library and then I'll keep the physical copy on my nightstand. I think both of them will obviously be on my nightstand because I have my Kindle there. And sure. yeah, I just, I need to, I want to, I need to stop saying need. My therapist and I talk about this all the time. Um, <laughs> I would like to put my phone down more and yeah. actually get more reading done. And I yes. think that that will help. 
Because yes, being online, a lot of what we see is the new stuff. New mm -hmm. stuff gets the clicks, it gets the likes. But Absolutely. I am a total sucker for a good lengthy backlist, okay? If I find right. out there's some backlist titles, I'm like, ooh, let's talk about these. Give me all the backlist <laughs> Yeah, I'll buy the new one and I'm going to throw it on the shelf, but I'm going to read the backlist first. That's how my brain works. Like, I want to work up to what's new if, if, if it's a new to right. me author like that's right the queen jill chalvis we love mm -hmm. jill chalvis mm -hmm. and you know i i started more with her backlist but then i was also reading her newer stuff because I, I read almost just friends her wildstone book when it was new yeah and it was incredible it's one of my all-time favorite yeah. books but like i am like okay well i need to read all of jill chalvis's backlist so that mm -hmm. As since she's still writing books because she's yeah. Jill Chalvis and she's Hello. invincible. Um, right. <laughs> I just I think that like it really builds up, you know, like an appreciation. You get to see kind of the growth of them as an as an author. Absolutely, absolutely, and and that's the thing too is that I know a lot of our friends talk about the fact that they will wait on books that are super hyped because you read the hype, yeah. you see people liking it, disliking it you know, commenting on why they did or didn't like it, that's fresh in your brain. And then you go ahead and you pick it up. And subconsciously, you're thinking about all those things that you've heard while you're reading it. And sometimes exactly. it's a disservice to reading the book that maybe it's better to wait on that hot new release, you know, like yeah. till, you know, so that that's a thing too, right? It's, it's, it's a balancing act. And it's, it's a lot. <laughs> I'm always seeing people like, Oh, I wonder what what romance is going to be nominated for the Goodreads Choice Awards. And I'm like, I'm probably not going to have read any of them because much. I'm like reading older books. I don't, much. I just, I, I don't want to say I don't care, but like, I've just, my head is like stuck somewhere else right now. So, so I went on Goodreads yesterday. I was, I work, I work from home and I took a few minutes and I went on Goodreads because it was quiet. And they had a, one of the blog posts was like these, 17 new um, YA contemporaries that you need to read. And those covers just sucker me in every time. So I'm looking yeah. at these covers and then now I'm on Amazon pre-ordering stuff, right? And my <laughs> husband goes upstairs and goes, that doesn't look like work. And I'm like, <laughs> and I said, I said, this is what I'm doing. And he goes, when do you expect to get to them? Like, really? Yeah. And I'm like, stop meddling in my plans. <laughs> Stop we meddling in my business, husband. The um, the rose. What was it called? The road to rose. Oh, what is it called? Rose the band. New, um, thank you. So you talked about the fact that you went and picked up a copy, right? And I pre-ordered the UK version because I wanted the UK cover, but it doesn't come out for another two months in the UK. And you were like, "Oh, I'm gonna try and read it now." And I'm like, "Girl, we all know I ain't getting to it for like six years, so it does not matter." <laughs> wait on it <laughs> you have to wait for it to release in the uk you have to wait for them to ship it only the book mail gods know how long it's going to take for shipping exactly but you know what and i'm okay with that and, and you know in a way garrett was right he's like you know why are you pre-ordering stuff and i'm like because i want them <laughs> you know i it's i i've said it before Book reading and book collecting are two completely separate hobbies. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and we are proud to do both. Okay. Absolutely. We are it's proud like, to do I, both. You know, I buy books like some women buy shoes, so it's fine. <laughs> so, I mean, even though you have like your, your process and your, you know, if for me, for like me as a, like a fan of yours, a friend of yours, or like, I've always loved your video. I love your TBR videos. You can tell that making the TBR is fun for you. Mm-hmm. And there is like, there's rhyme and reason, but there's also not rhyme and reason. You're just like, oh, I'm going to read this and I'm going to read this. And I'm doing this chat. You're like a challenge person. Like you used oh, to do that triple RC. I still do it. Yep. I used to love those. I, I love seeing those, but like, Okay, so do you ever feel like, okay, it's May. This is what I want to read in May. Or do you, I mean, I know you'll do like readathons, mm-hmm. but if you're not doing one, like for me with like springtime, I just know that I want something fun. I want something fun. If it has travel in it, then great. Mm-hmm. I love like travel romances in the spring, mm-hmm. especially because we're not going anywhere. Great. So do you ever factor any of that into that? Like, okay, what's something I'm kind of wanting to read? Honestly, not really, um, except for Christmas. December's the only month which you know because you've been we've been friends for years. In the month of December, I will read nothing but Christmas. It's got to be holiday themed for me to read it in December. But the one thing I am doing now, I did say I had thirty-seven books on my TBR. Those are broken down by both audio and ebook or print book, right? So I have a page count goal every day, which we just talked about. You said you want to put the phone down more. I've said I want to do the same thing, and that's one of my goals in May, is to really step away from the random, you know, scrolling on Instagram, Facebook, you know, and instead picking up a book. But anyway, I do have other books that I do not mention in my TBR. Those are extras that if I get to them. One of the books I want to reread this year or this month, I'm very much in the mood for is Outlander, which would be probably, I think, my sixth read through Outlander. And I want to do the whole series again. Um but I'm going to do it every hour of the month because those are big books. Those are, they you are know, chunkers. they are chunkers and I have them all on audio. So it's not like I'm going to be physically reading them. I've got them on audio, but they're 30. The first one's 33 hours long, but hello. So Ooh. the only reason I want to do it is because book, the newest book is released in November. Um, so I kind of want to reread through to get, but then I'm like, but you're not getting to the new book in November anyway. So what is it? I'm you're like, not, Sarah. <laughs> I just, I, you know, like, like you said, like you're a mood reader. And there are some cases I find for me being a mood reader. I'm a mood reader when it comes to books I've already read. I'm a mood reader for rereads. Like we talked in a previous, yeah. um, a previous uh, uh, podcast episode that I want to do a reread of the um, From Manhattan Love series by Sarah Morgan. You know, like I, I just, I'm in the mood to reread that. I don't get in a mood to yeah. read new to me books, but to reread. And for right now it's Outlander. So why not go with it? Yeah, that makes sense because I mean, with the reread, you've read it before. So you know what yeah. to expect. And I think that sometimes that story, I mean, like when, like with the From Manhattan with Love story series with Eva's story, mm-hmm. which is my favorite Miracle on Fifth Avenue, I just get, and I think that like, if I'm in a slump or I feel a slump coming on and it's like, okay, what am I, what am I in the mood for that? I know will pull me out of this. I will turn to that book. Um, So I turn to it for that. Or I just have these ruts where it's like, I want to read, but I don't really know what to read. So it's like, well, I'll return to an old favorite and Mm -hmm. I'll figure it out like while I'm going through this again. So yeah. Yeah. 
I that makes there, total sense. There's a few Harlequins actually that I already have on my radar that I am pre not pre-ordering that I am ordering from thrift books because they're older books that I want to reread this Christmas because they are Christmas stories or ones that I've already gotten already from from thrift books that I've read in years past during the holiday season. And I'm going back like before my YouTube days, I read these books and I want to give them a reread for two reasons. One, I'm in the mood for the book because I really enjoyed it. And two, because these are older books, I want people to hear about them because they're good books. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like I want to yeah. talk about them again. There's, there's a blaze book that I I'm on the wait list on um, thrift books. They did really, there is a copy there right now, but it's almost $10 and I can't pull the trigger to spend $10 on a used copy of, do you know what I mean? (laughs) But it's called Come Toy With Me by Kara Kara Summers. And it's about a girl who owns a toy shop at Christmas time. And this Navy SEAL is there to save her because there's some bad guys. And I'm like, I want to reread this so badly. (laughs) (laughs) And I know it's on ebook and I could very easily pick it up right now for the Kindle. But a part of me wants that physical book because I have the collection. Yeah. <laughs> Do we really need a reason? Absolutely no, not. <laughs> if a girl has the money to get it, she should get it. If that's yep. what she wants to do. You know what? If it makes you happy at the end of the day, as long as you can still pay your rent and put food on the table and your bills are paid, it doesn't Nobody should say anything to you about what you want to spend your money on. That's my opinion. Yeah. Buy the freaking book. Right? (laughs) You only live once, people. You only live once. Buy the book. (laughs) Buy the book. That's our motto. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I feel like, you know, the the world online is like everything is promoting what's new. Right. And I get that. I, we, we promote, we definitely help promote what's new because I mean, as category lovers every month, there's new stuff that comes out, but I think that also what we're seeing and it's really nice to see is people are going out there and actively looking for older titles. And I love to see that. I mean, because we're both very big advocates of pick up older stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. especially with category, there's mm-hmm. so many series that aren't available anymore. And it's like, you know, one thing that I learned from you, some of your favorite authors more than likely wrote a category or two. You know, mm-hmm. I was like so over the moon when I learned Jill Shalvis, for example, used to write category and we're yep. going to be reading one of her duets this Yay! month in May, you know, so it's just, there's so much out there. I just, I love backlist. I really, really do. Uh, and I just, I am happy to see that that's more of a, a trend we're seeing right now Agreed. is people Agreed. are actively going out there and they are looking, whether it's eBay or now that, you know, life is opening back up slowly, people are going to use bookshops and finding, it's crazy what is out there. It's oh my crazy. Gosh, yes. People are cleaning out basements, right? <laughs> cleaning out their basements. That's right. That's right. You know, you can go buy their books at your used bookshop. <laughs> oh, and it's, I cannot wait because right now we're still in a lockdown and it's not going to end until the end of May, but I cannot, I'm itching to go back to my used bookstores just to, to peruse the shelves because for me, it's so expensive for shipping to be able to ship a lot of these yeah. things. And I'm seeing people buying these mystery boxes off of eBay. And I'm so jealous because I'm like, I can't afford to do that. 
because shipping is so expensive. Yeah. But oh, I've just seen these. And like you said, like, I think there was one that you posted a week or so ago on the on our Instagram feed for the podcast. And it was a special edition by um, Roz Denny Fox, who is a great author. I've read her for a lot of her old books. I went out and I found a copy on Thrift Books just because I had to have it. That cover just yes, happy. <laughs> I had never heard of that author. I know, no. I know. No. Um, and and for me, like a lot of what I've been buying is uh, a lot of paranormal, just because I'm in yes. a paranormal mood. And we're yeah. not we're not really getting tons of new paranormal romance releases because it's mm-hmm. just not it hasn't had its it, its wave hasn't come back yet. But a lot of what I've been buying is that you know i've been finding old nocturnes and you know the shadows and stuff like that so um luckily that stuff is out there i have just been having so much fun finding these new authors reading the some well new to me authors reading the summaries and then tracking the books down and thrift books is a savior because these books are little they have them for like four dollars and 89 cents you know you yep. might find them in a lot on eBay, but if I don't see them there, I'm like, I know Thrift Books has to have it. And if the they thrift. don't, they will notify me when they get it in. <laughs> and then you get that email and go, hmm. <laughs> I've been in such, so like, you know, I feel like historical romance is always going to be huge. It always has been huge. And like a lot of people have been in the historical romance mood with COVID times because, you know, the escape. I have been in such the paranormal, paranormal and romantic comedies have been my jam for 2021. For me, it's been, and I, it was unintentional. It's been the, um, the romantic suspense. It's just, it seems to be what I'm reading a lot of and and I'm perfectly okay with it because I really love it. And I've been thinking about it. Like I, I'm assuming, like, I think with romantic suspense and even with paranormal it's still like our everyday life, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I really ha- have a deep respect for historical romance. I don't read it that much, but like a lot of it feels a lot of like very, really like romance fantasy for me. Correct. Correct. Um, yeah. And so I pick that up when I'm in a, when I'm in the mood for that because it's so like distant past. Right. But with like paranormal romance and romantic suspense, it feels like everyday life. Yes. It it's, vampires and shifters but like literally we are living with a pandemic going on around so when i go to the grocery store i don't know how many people around me may have been affected by that i don't know if i have a shifter that's standing behind me ready to pay for his donuts (laughs) (laughs) it just so i remember when like the pandemic first happened i feel like i was like i feel like i'm living like in a sci-fi romance like Yes. There's something going around killing people that I can't see. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see it, you know? <laughs> so I think that's why I've been loving paranormal so much this year. It's like that dose of reality. We're walking around minding our business and there's things literally around us that we just cannot see. Yeah. And it sounds so weird. It sounds like, well, why would you want to read that? But like, I've been loving it, devouring it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's good. It's it's not, I haven't read a paranormal in a while, but I mean, I don't hate on them. I just, I think I needed uh, some time to process after like the whole, everybody and his brother was reading Twilight and all that stuff. And I'm just like, no, no, <laughs> not for me. But I yeah. do, do like, 
you know, the Nocturne line by Harlequin, I think is fantastic. I've got a bunch of them on my shelves and there are some of them that are generally like, they're actually like paranormal, but they're also a little bit funny. Like those are the ones that I like are the ones yeah. that don't take themselves completely seriously. Like those are a little bit more fun. I know. I, it, our friend Izzy and Charles, they both do mm -hmm. YouTube as well. Uh, Izzy's channel is Happy For Now and Charles's is Charles book, Books on Stereo. Right. They've been doing yeah. a readathon or a read-along of Cressley Cole's Immortals After Dark. Yes. And that was the first time that I read Paranormal that was also funny. I was like, is this a paranormal rom-com? <laughs> it's so good. Oh my gosh. It's so interesting. Incredible. Uh, I love it. Subgenre. <laughs> <laughs> like, paranormal romance gave no craps, okay? <laughs> right? But it just goes to show that there's a little bit of something for everybody, you know? Like, whatever you're in the mood yeah. for, you will flip and well find it. <laughs> that is it is out there, okay? Right? <laughs> it's right? <out> there. <laughs> okay. So what's some of the reads, like what's, do you have a couple of reads you want to chat about that you're going to read this month? I know we're both reading, uh, well, I don't know. I, I hauled before Summer Ends by Susan Mallory. I'm not going to I know you're going to get your hand. I okay. have a copy. I'm not, not getting gonna... to it. Now, as a spoiler alert for June, and I'm not saying anything, but there is something coming in June, a readathon that Bree and I are co-hosting. So stay tuned for that. And uh, if you're listening yes. to this podcast, you might have a slight inkling as to what it's going to be about. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as for what I am probably going to be reading, I'm just looking to see um, uh, here on my TBR list is what uh, I am looking forward to in the month of May. So I've got, okay, so um, for category stuff, um, I am going to be reading, we're reading that Elizabeth Rolls. Uh, novel, yep. um, The uh, uh, Marriage of Equals, um, A Plan for Her Future by Lois Richer. I think it's a Love Inspired? Love Inspired? Love Inspired. Yeah, Cold Case Flashbacks which I am by Janice K. Johnson, which I am really looking forward to because I read one of her books back in March. It was a, it was a December release and it was so good. And I hadn't read her in years and I'd forgotten how great an author she is. Um, Cinderella's Night in Venice by Claire Connolly. That's the Presents novel. And I'm going to read a medical, A Family Made in Rome by Annie, Annie O'Neill. And those are all May releases. Yay. So I'm looking forward yeah. to all of those. What about you? I need, Harlequin to, I need Harlequin to email me my code, okay, for Friday because I'm ready to order some It'll Harlequin medical. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. I'm ready. Okay. So first up, I'm thinking of, I don't think I'm going to finish this one this month, but I'm going to slowly start picking, like reading it. I'm going to leave it on my nightstand. Target on the mountain. Oh, nice. That yes. is my love inspired suspense. So it has Deadly Evidence by Elizabeth Goddard and Standoff at Midnight Mountain by Mary Alford. So yes. it's two books. So I'll take my time. I'm going to keep that on the nightstand. Yep. Um, we have the duets Kiss Me Katie, Hug Me Holly by Jill Shalvis. So mm -hmm. our friend Sophie is hosting Chick lit -a -thon. I am, okay, you know, I'm a mood reader. So when there's like yep. prompts, I'm not the best with prompts. I like to just read I'll get an over and like an overall idea of what yes. the prompts or kind of reading challenges are. And I'm like, got it. But I don't pick up 
I don't like formulate a TBR based on that. It's like, okay, I know what these are. I'm just going to read whatever I read. And if it hits a challenge, great. It's month long. Eventually I'll knock off all the challenges. Right. Uh, so I have that for one of those and, and we're going to read it. And then the McKenna Lee in the key of family. Oh, yes, I'm going to read that. She was kind enough to send a copy. She is so and sweet. then, I mean, we're recording this still in April but it's mm -hmm. coming out in May. An Officer and a Fortune by Nina Yay. Crespo. I have that. Yay. I want to read that one. I want to read, I got Brimstone Prince by Barbara J. Hancock, which was a nocturne. Ooh, nice. uh, I've read a novella by her and I'm obsessed. She seems is that like my kind of writer. It is. I got it off Thrift Books. Nice. So sorry, we, we love didn't it. have a video to see each other, but you guys won't see, but I'm just looking at the cover. <laughs> I will post. Well, I posted a cover on our Instagram, so you can check yeah. it out there. We should, um, though. We should I really post, like, like her. A, a little picture of each of the books that we've just talked about, if we can. Would be yeah. fun when yeah. this is released. And if I can squeeze it in, I have two more. They're special edition. Um, one's kind of late. It's uh, Rochelle... Rochelle yeah. Allers, A New Foundation, and then, of course, to Susan Mallory. I honestly don't know if I'll get to all of these, but they are the possibilities. Yes. We'll see what happens. We what, always what works for me, <laughs> right, possibilities, okay, possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. What I found works for me is having both physical and ebook. I, 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 if I can tag team, I get through them. It, mm -hmm. I'm able to do it, but I'm... And this is something that I really want to work on. I mean, it's not a big deal. I just feel like if it's me and a physical book, I feel like I read really slowly Same. because I don't just sit and read physical books like that anymore. Same. I The last time I tried, I read Adana Kaufman in 2020 and I literally sat there. I had one day and I was like, I'm going to see how long it takes me to read this book. And I would do 45 minute sprints. So I, I was mm -hmm. set my little forest app 45 minutes and I would read. And I was getting through between 48 and like 51 pages in that 45 minutes. Okay. And the book wasn't that long. I think it was like a little over, I think it was like 300 ish pages, nothing mm -hmm. crazy. But I was able to do it, you know, so I'm like, okay, I can definitely do this. And I know that if I sit here and focus, I can get through these meeting pages at once. But yeah. like, that's on a day where I'm like, I'm like minimal distractions and mm -hmm. I just read it. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. I, I, I think in May I'm going to see, I'm going to, I'm going to do that again. It's just, it's so weird. I think now that I'm such an audiobook lover, it is yes. really hard for me to just sit there and read a book. But before I like discovered audios, I would read I out loud to myself. I've always done that. Yeah, so maybe yeah. if I like get back into that, that might help mm -hmm. too. So mm -hmm. May's kind of a project month because I have way too many books building up. And I, I know, I know. And that's the other, <laughs> is that the other thing I'm participating in, in May, it's not really a read along or whatever. Um, but Elizabeth over at Lizzie Fay Loves Books is doing 31 books and 30, like 31 books in May, a book a day in May. That's what it's called. So it's not, it okay. doesn't mean that you finish a book every day, but it means that at the end of May, you will have read 31 books. So again, like you said, I'm, see for me, ebook is my preferred format. I do love audio and I always have an audio book on the go as well as an ebook or print book. So I do read two books at once. However, 
I find it easier to read an ebook than a print book. And I think it's just quicker. It's just, I feel like yeah. it's quicker for me. I don't, it's weird, right? But I know you're an iPad yeah. reader, whereas I have my Kindle Oasis yeah. and my Kobo. I don't like the distraction. I, like my husband reads off of his phone. I couldn't do it because I'd be getting like pop-up notifications that, hey, you got an email. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, just let me check my email real quick. And an hour and a half yeah. later, where was I? <laughs> That's why I like having the dedicated e-reader. And for me, it works. So I just have to take more time I... to do it. The only time I will like read on my phone is, I mean, sometimes like in the middle of the night and I'm just like, what, too lazy uh, yes. to literally like reach over and get my Kindle. But to me, I'm like, you're trying to not be on your phone. Right. So <laughs> this is kind of the same thing. Like you're on your phone reading. No. And like you said, like there's that that distraction, you know, some, you're going to get a notification and you're just like, Oh, well, let me just go over to Instagram really quick. And before you know it, you spent 20 minutes scrolling, looking at reels and (laughs) cooking pictures and photos of lion cubs. And I'm like, I'm supposed to be reading. (laughs) What am I doing? (laughs) Actually, it's funny enough though, because when I was reading um, the four winds earlier or back in April, I was reading the book and you and I are both huge history buffs. So I'm reading this book going, I wonder if there's pictures of this. So I closed the physical book. I put it down and I'm on the internet. <laughs> two hours so later, I'm like, what have you done, you idiot? <laughs> That's like the gift and curse of good historical fiction. You're like, right? oh God, now I need to look into this. And you're like, I could have read like 40 pages had I not just been done, you know? But you know, like I really, and and that forest app that you talked about, I got to download that on my phone because I really think there is something to reading sprints. And, you know, I know a lot of, there's a lot of back and forth talk about reading sprints, whether they're a good thing or whatever, but I really do think that they are productive if you use them properly. You know what I mean? Like if you absolutely what you're supposed to do, and I think it's a great idea. It it really helped me when I did that, that project Mm -hmm. that one time when I was reading that Donna Kaufman, because I had never like challenged myself to see how much can I read in like a 40. I always do things in 45 minutes. I I believe in like 45 minutes, 15 minute breaks. And so it was cool because I was like, okay, I can read like 50 pages in like 45 minutes, depending on how like the page is structured and you know how big the words are and stuff like that. I'm sure there's other factors, but I was like, I can do this, you know, and it Mm -hmm. was really empowering for me because I was like, I feel like I read slow, but 40, 45 to 50 pages in 45 minutes is not yeah. bad, you know? So I, th- I think I'm going to try that again this month. I need to download Bookly. Can you pay for it? Is it free? I did pay for it. Yeah. No, I paid for it because you can only do 10 books if it's free. And I'm like, I can read that in a week. So <laughs> I'm like, let's just pay the money. But I read like it does. I, I You have to be good with it. You have to start and stop it and all those things. But I read on average 72 pages an hour which is not bad. Wow. Now that's factoring in audio as well. But what I have found is I do listen to my audio now on two times speed. Originally at the beginning of the year, I was listening to them slower, but I've now bumped it back up because I read physically at two times speed. So it's the same, I find, you know, so it's just natural for me. But, um, but yeah, so I, I love that app. I think it's a lot of fun. And I just like hitting the challenges like, oh, you've read for 150 hours. And I'm like, I have no life. <laughs> this is what I do. 
What does this say about me? I know. I remember we were chatting. <laughs> we were chatting with 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 a best friend Chloe once upon a time, and we were like talking about what is too much because some reader like. If into 2020, like we have friends who literally read like 700 plus books yeah. a year yeah. and we're like, okay, that's freaking amazing. But at the same mm -hmm. time, we're like, if I read that many books, I hope y'all would come check on my kids because did they eat dinner? <laughs> did I take them? Did I take them to their doctor's appointments? Was I giving them baths? Like I literally like, I hope y'all would be like, okay, great for you, Brie. But like, how are your kids? Did you yeah. do anything? The one, the one thing is, though, is that I think last year was a bit of an anomaly for a lot of people, too, because of the pandemic, most people were working from home. It was a lot. It was a bit of a different world than it is your normal. Do you know what I mean? And I think yeah. even going into this year, yeah. it's the same thing. So I think people are reading a lot more because they're at home and because you yeah. might have like you're, you're losing your commute. Like for me, I have gained working from home. I've gained two hours a day because I'm not commuting. So that's been fantastic for me, you know, and, and reading wise, yeah. unfortunately I didn't utilize it. I haven't utilized it. And now I need to do that because yeah, I need to read more. And cause, and I don't need to read more <laughs> to keep up with the Joneses. I need to read more because I want to, because I have these books that yeah, I want. Absolutely. To read, and that's what it is at the end of the day. And that's all it is, is that I want to read these books because they all look fantastic. It's, it's something about physically seeing your stacks of books and you're like, I really want to read these. Yeah. So I just have to do it. I have Absolutely. to do it. Like, mm -hmm. and it's not a, like a demanding thing or pressure or anything. No, it's just, no. you know, if I, I want, if I want to read them, like there's nothing to it. I'm the one getting in my own way. I just have to do it. And, and that's it at the end of the day. Yeah. It. I mean, you've got to prioritize and make time as we've said. Social media is something, I mean, that's something we never dealt with as children. You know, when you were little, yeah. you know, if I was little and I was in my room reading a book, I was reading a book. The only other thing I could do would be to go and watch television. You know, not yeah. now with kids and stuff who are like, oh, I'm going to watch 10 YouTube videos or I'm going to go on Instagram or blah, blah, blah. It's a different world. And I think we need to step yeah, away from absolutely. that social media and get back to what we, what we love to do, which is reading. So that there's yeah. my public service announcement <laughs> all about the books all about the books, all about the books. <laughs> they need all the love <laughs> we hope you all have a lovely wednesday yes we will be back again saturday yep sure. always <laughs> this always. saturday okay so this saturday will be author abby green yay oh she was such a delight to speak to oh my gosh yes, yes. i know yay. <laughs> so be be ready for that we are so excited to yes. have her chat out there she was so sweet it's so amazing and she was like one of like our first like supporters it was just sure. so amazing like we were yes. like nobody's you know you put something out there and you're like how is anybody gonna know we exist like i don't know how this yeah, is gonna I go know. And, oh it was it just was so fun. amazing so yeah, for sure for we sure. cannot wait we hope you have a lovely wednesday and yes. let us know again you can follow our facebook group we have our instagram if you go to e any of our 
in social media, you'll find our link tree and yes. you can find all the ways to listen to the podcast. Keep up with us on social media. Reach out to us. We want to know what yes, episodes you want to hear. I mean, heck, if you've been reading these books for a long time and you want to come talk to us, we want to talk Please. to you. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. We're all about that for sure. <laughs> So yeah, let us know your thoughts. Reach out to us. Let us know what you're reading. It's May. We hope you have a fantastic month. It's a new month for possibilities. Let us know what you're reading. We want to know what you're reading. So let us know. 